Welcome to episode nine of the DW Experience. Uh, it is February 1st, so happy Black History Month. Uh, so to all of my non-Black listeners, be nice to Black people this month. Treat them to dinner. Take them out. You know, take them to a concert. Uh, take them to see Ali Star Live, my special guest tonight. Buy them a cake or something. And to my Black people, listen, say it louder. I'm Black and I'm proud. All right. I hope everybody is having a great week so far. Uh, I am excited for tonight's guest. Um, first, I want to say um, oh, uh, rest in peace to Cicely Tyson. Uh, we've lost a lot of loved ones, a lot of stars this week. Rest in peace, Screech. Um, I'm telling my age, but I grew up on Saved by the Bell. Um, but just rest in peace to those beautiful souls that that we lost this week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are click liking and share. It doesn't cost anything to show some love and share with somebody, especially if you are a fan of my guest tonight. Uh, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Miss Allie Starr. Woo! Oh, hey, what's up? What's going on? How are you doing? Blessed. Excellent. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm excited to have you for a lot of different reasons. You are a singer, songwriter, actress, dancer. So that's a quadruple threat. Um, <laughs> and and you, you've been working in the industry. Um, I first saw you live a couple of years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And then you were saying 18 years strong. So is it safe to say you, you've been in the industry 20 years? Going Not quite hard. 20. Um, definitely a hard 18 as of this year. Okay. That is amazing because a lot of people's um, careers in entertainment um, doesn't always last that long for, for a majority of entertainers. So mm -hmm. let's start from the beginning. Where are you from? How did you end up in, in Vegas? When, when did you know you wanted to pursue this? Um, I'm from a small town called East Chicago, and um, not to get that confused with Chicago, Illinois. It's actually about 30 minutes right outside of the south side of Chicago. So we're right there at that borderline between Indiana and Illinois, but my father's from Chicago, so I, I'm able to claim both. Um, okay. My mom moved out here um, for a job. She was um, in the law profession, in the legal field, and... Um, at 15 years old, you know, I ain't really have a option to say, no, I ain't coming. So we mm -hmm. moved out here and um, I graduated high school and I was on my At way. I'm sorry. 16 graduated or, or when you moved out here, you graduated, you graduated at 16 or, or a couple of years after you moved out here, then you graduated. Yeah. A couple of years after. Okay. I, I think I was okay. like 17 when I graduated. Yeah. 
16, 17, wow. somewhere around there. Um, I was always the youngest in my class. So we moved out here. I graduated high school and I was on my way to go to mortuary school in Dallas. Um, I was going to become a mortician. And a friend of mine took me to a rehearsal of his and I was just sitting as a guest and um, the singer whose home we were in, she came out of the room and she looked at me and she said, can you sing? And I said, yeah. Um, at that time, I had no professional anything. I sang in school choirs and I sang in church. That was it. And so she had the band play a song and asked me, could I sing it? And it was like an old school song. I grew up on old school music. So I sang the song and then she asked me to sing another one and another one. And eventually she was like, do you want to go out on the road with me as my background singer? Now, here I am, mm. fresh out of high school, and I'm on my way to mortuary school, and now someone's asking me to forget all that and go out on the road like a live a rock star life. Hell yeah, I was out. <laughs> so I took that opportunity, and I haven't stopped ever since. So you had no intention of being a singer or being in the industry growing up. Like, that, was, that wasn't your goal. Or, or did you think about it? I did think about it. I always said um, the one dream that I had in regards to music was all I ever wanted to do was sing on the big stage with a live band. So I literally get to live out that dream every day for the you know, last 18 years. I, that's just, it just blows my mind. Like it doesn't blow my mind, but it does like to you have consistently been working in Vegas as an entertainer for 18 years. Uh -huh. And to think, you know, the I think it's funny. It's like, if that lady hadn't have said anything to you, you probably would have been the best mortician this side of town. <laughs> Singing to dead folks. <laughs> Singing to dead folks and making sure that their, their makeup looks good. That yep. That's amazing. So you go on the road with this lady. How, how and, and do we know the artist's name? Um, Yes, her name is Ivana the Georgia Peach. She um, resides here really? in Las Vegas. Um, I affectionately call her mama because she's been in my life since I was 16, 17. So she groomed me um, in the beginning with her um, for this business. And then I kind of took off after that. Shout out to Ivana. I did not know that. That's that's yes. amazing. So she was kind of mm -hmm. like your, your mom on, on the road. Yeah, she's my musical mom. Yep. Okay. So you come back off the road. Um, and then where do you go from there? Um, so my very, it's crazy because my very first gig um, with her was a two-week run out of town. So not only am I being thrown into this business, but now I'm being taken out of town. So she had to ask for permission and get her blessing in order to take me because I was young, so they had to hide me in the dressing rooms because I wasn't of age. Mm -hmm. So coming back from that um, definitely changed me. I got I got that itch for the entertainment life, and that's all I wanted to do. And so I was consistently booked after that. Really, just just after that, you just started working consistently. What did well, you I ever get rejected? The... No, actually. Um, it's so crazy. People ask me that all the time. I've only auditioned for two things ever in my eight career span. Everything else 
um, has been word of mouth or people just seen me after working with Ivana, it was who's the new girl, who's the fresh face in Las Vegas. So that's all it took. Wow. That's, it's like clearly you were born to do what you are doing. I feel that way now. Have you, I, I'm honest, but let's just go with it. Have you ever wanted to give up? Was, was there a time where you said, you know what, I've had enough of this business and I'm, I'm, I'm taking a break or I'm gonna quit? Yeah, um, very recently, um, 2019, I got to a point where I just felt like after so many years and dealing with so many different people in the business, um, the respect is not there. And I mm -hmm. got tired. I got to a point where I got tired of dealing with disrespectful musicians, um, being undercutted by promoters, just a lot of shadiness. And it dampened my spirit for a while to where I wanted to stop doing live entertainment. Um, I was going mm. to continue to record, but I wanted to give Vegas a break on live entertainment because I had just had enough of the treatment that I was going through. Mm -hmm. Why do you think you were treated that way? Why Why do you think you were underappreciated and being disrespected by musicians? Because I'm a strong woman and I handle myself very well. And in this business as a woman, and I'm being very transparent, we are often controlled. And for me, I don't have a problem with listening to authority or listening to someone that knows more than me. But what I do have a problem with is someone telling me how to do my job effectively when I'm the one that have the people coming out to see. Mm. Effectively, musicians have to learn. We wouldn't be where, well, I can't even say that now because a lot of people are doing things with tracks. So you know, musicians are necessarily not really needed when you have a laptop and can hit a button. Um, but we get to a point where as a singer, for me, I got tired of these men because 99.9% .9 of my musicians are men feeling like they were superior over me. And at the end of the day, I hire you. And mm -hmm. when I hire you, you do what I say or you can get on. So it mm -hmm. got to that point where I'm constantly having to defend who I am in my business and I run the show. So where, okay, so I just got chills when you said strong woman. Where does that strength come from? Cause I mean, I, anybody who's listening right now, we, we feel the confidence, we feel your strength, um, the woman in the industry. How do you keep that strength? Well, now my strength is all because of my children. I make a joke all the time with my friends and I say I'm out here slanging these vocals for these kids, but I really am. My motivation, my desire for this business, my passion is now motivated to take care of my children as well as feed my dreams. But most importantly, feed these children. So I go mm -hmm. hard to make sure that I can continue to provide the lifestyle that I do give them. Because essentially, as a parent, we all want to give our children a better lifestyle than we had. And I didn't grow up um, in any type of unfortunate situation, but I was definitely not as spoiled as my children are now. But they're totally worth it. So with your 
ask you off air, was there anything we could or could not talk about? And and part of that reason, uh, somebody said, that's right, sis, you, you're paying the check. Let them know. Shout out to Kevin. Um, you're very open. You are an open book. Um, but your children, um, you, you, there's not a, you know, you, you can't Google Ali Star and, and find your kids. You keep them private. In a world of social media where everybody shares everything, you know, from the time they're born to the time that they're old. Um, I keep my children private because they are the most valuable thing that I have in my life. And when you feel as if you have something that valuable, you protect it at all costs. And until they're old enough and they're ready to navigate social media, because in the industry that I'm in, people will target my children to get at me. So right now is not the time for them to be on social media for me. You know, and I share pictures of them every once in a while because a lot of my family is on Facebook and Instagram. And that's a great source for me to, you know, give them updates on how we're doing or whatever at one setting. But mm -hmm. I'm not sharing every little detail of them. You know, there aren't a whole bunch of baby photos or school plays or nothing like that just because of how weird society is. And especially, you know, how I have to deal with it in this business. And again, they are my most valuable things in my life. So I'm going to protect them. I heard that. So I want to switch up gears a little bit. Um, speaking of being strong in the industry um, and what you've experienced with promoters and artists and whatnot, um, you perform all around Las Vegas. Um, and one of at the Blue Martini. Um, and then you abruptly stopped performing at the Blue Martini. Um, what happened? I was fired. Short answer. Um, um, any, and you were, you were just let go. They, was your time up? <clears throat> um, of course my time was not up. I was there six years. I, I was the star of the show period. Um, it got to a point after, after so long, God transitions you out of things that are no longer meant for you. And it took a while to see that. Um, there was a lot of shadiness that played a part in situations. And God said that your time was up. It served its purpose. I gained a lot of my fan base there. So shout out to everybody that used to come and see me at Blue Martini. And it's so crazy because, and I'm being 100% honest, from that moment, from literally from the day that I got fired, I'll never forget it. My phone rang probably about 45 minutes later and I was booked the rest of the year in and out the country. That's how God moves that fast. From the time I got fired <laughs> over the phone via text message, my phone rang and my life has not been the same ever since. So at the time when you were fired to where you are now, um, has your uh, views on being fired changed? Because, and I ask you this because a lot of people, you know, whether you're in the industry, whether you have a nine to five job, you know, we experience things 
where we get let go or we get fired. And, you know, I, I was fired from, from my job, you know, and I was kind of like, you know, I'm the best. Like, why, why would you let me let me go? You know, what would you say now looking back at that situation? And what would you say to people who have been fired or let go or going through it? Understand that in that moment, you may not understand why things happen and you may be frustrated. You may go through a period of anger and uncertainty as to, like you say, why me when I was so good at such and such? Understand that God has something better. Truly understand that God has something better. Set your intentions on God having something better for you and watch God deliver something better for you. I love it. You're so strong and you're so uh, amazing. Like your confidence now or on the replay. Um, I hope it inspires people because the, the level of confidence that you have just exudes through you and it's such an inspiration. Um, I'd like to know just where you, you were born, Alexandria Morgan, um, mm -hmm. and, and now you are Ali Star. Where did the name Ali Star come from? Ali Star came from um, an ex of mine. Um, she named me that as a joke. And when she said it, I was like, huh, it works. So I stuck with it. Okay. Okay. Now you said she. Yes. So, um, you, you have relationships with men and women. Yes. How do you, um, and you're very open about it. Um, that you'll be judged or you'll um, lose a job being open about your sexuality? Um, I literally don't care about what people think and feel what I do for my life. I'm not hurting mm. anyone by the choices that I make for me. So, you know, there's where that strong comes in. I know who I am. And mm. the only person that I'm worried about judging me it's God and my children. And I'm very open with my children. I mean, we're in 2021. Everywhere you look, everything you turn on, there is going to be some form of homosexuality, period. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really dive too deep into uh, my personal life in that area, but I'm not ashamed of who I am and what I do. I love it. I love it. Listen, we're going to take a quick break because we got commercials now. We're moving on up and we will be back with oh, more okay. with Miss Allie Starr. We got a commercial. I know, baby. We'll be right back. <laughs> your business look no further hit me up at the dw experience 702 at gmail.com or just dm me we're waiting on you
We are back with Ali Star. That was an amazing commercial. The DW experience is moving on up. So listen, if you want to promote, if you are an artist, if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, all my paparazzi people, Nutriburst, Tava Lifestyle, y'all hit me up. Uh, my rates are, are inexpensive. My rates are inexpensive right now catch me on the low before i blow up okay because we're going somewhere back to ali star now when we left before commercial break you were you know one of the things you said um the only people you're scared of judging you is god and your faith um you are a sexy artist you you are beautiful you you don't you, you don't you don't hide it and and i i love it um I, I want to ask you how has your faith gotten you your career? Um, it's it's tricky. I grew I grew up in the church. Um, I come from a very strong Christian background, so as you can imagine, um, you know my family watching this and hearing me say that I date men and women. Yeah, I know they might be cringing, but even now, so. Um, when I do my shows, there are moments where God will speak to me and I will start doing a gospel song. And then I'll go back to singing a secular song because those same people that are in my audience listening to me do those secular songs go to church that very next day. Mm -hmm. I don't judge and I don't like to be judged. I know God, I know God for myself. I know that he is real because I've been through a lot and he's been there every single time. So I don't blur the lines with the two, but when I feel something, I let it move me and I let the experience happen. And and speaking of faith, um, I, I want to just say I'm I'm so glad you're doing well. You recently, um, and I was listening to you talk. Now you have, um, first of all, let let me go back because I saw an interview you did with the lady last year. Um, mm -hmm. And she was very anti-COVID. And I, you know, she was just asking you mm. if you even pressed you with, with her own own opinions, but you really stay true to um true to your beliefs and your mm. convictions. Going through COVID, um, do you know how you you con No, um, I travel a lot still. Um, I have not stopped traveling throughout the entire pandemic since all of this started, maybe for like a month when we first shut down, um, then I wasn't traveling, but maybe after May of last year, I've been traveling nonstop. So somewhere along the lines, I'm sure in and out of uh, airports and airplanes, um, I picked it up somewhere. But from May of last year up until January of this year, I test negative every week. So, you know, I do what I need to do, but there's that one time and you just never know where you got it from. And you can't even really be concerned. All you can really be concerned with is trying to survive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you inspired me. Now I was listening to you. You have underlying health conditions. Yes. I have a SPT, which is a heart condition uh, and I have a pacemaker. And you dance and you sing and you work so hard. Are you scared? Were you ever scared um, when you were diagnosed and quarantining? Um, 
Um, you know, you play in all of this. Um, you are young, you are vibrant. Um, looking at you, not that you can tell, but I would never guess that you, you know, it's it's called SP, what is it called again? SPT? SBT, superventricular tachycardia. And and you have a pacemaker. I do. How long have you had a, how how long have you had the pacemaker? Um, and how do you do it? Um, I've had my pacemaker since January of 2018, and <clears throat> I made when I when I got diagnosed with this heart condition, um, it started with me passing out, and I made I prayed and I made an agreement with God that if he never let me pass out while driving with my kids and while on mm. stage, that I would change my lifestyle in order to be able to live a longer life. And I've held true to that deal. And so has God. I've never passed out while driving and I've never passed out um, with my kids. So the purpose of the pacemaker now is so that I don't pass out, that it catches my arrhythmias and it corrects itself. Um, so okay. we're all good um, in that area but since having COVID um I don't know if you were trying to ask me did I did I ever think that I was going to die at some point because I did well, well just where yeah um, yeah I mean you can be honest I, I just said scared but I mean like yeah you know what what crossed yeah. your mind going through it well hmm. you know the timeline of events was crazy for me because I went to LA and I got back on that Friday and I had tested negative that Thursday afternoon and then when I got back from LA, I was in the bed and then I did a podcast that Saturday and then the show that night and then the show Sunday night. Completely fine, absolutely no symptoms. Shows went off great. And I came home and just in the middle of the night, I woke up and I had no taste or smell. And I knew then mm. that I had it. Um, so from that moment, I feel like it really does play a part in how you think and how you manifest things because the moment that entered my brain, everything else started to happen instantly. Like my body completely shut down. Day two, one through three were, was really scary um, with the breathing. I never had the chest congestions. I never had the cough, the runny nose or the fever. I literally only had um, no taste or smell, which I still don't have my smell. I just got my taste back about a couple of days ago. Um, okay, and then back. I had welcome the body back. aches, <laughs> right? I had the body aches and um, the I couldn't breathe. That is where it got scary for me, um, especially being a heart patient where I couldn't breathe and my oxygen was dropping um, to the low 80s. I knew that I did not want to go in that hospital because I've lost family members uh, from COVID just as recently as a couple weeks ago. And mm. I just told myself, stay out that hospital because for one, no one can go with you. And right. going through this and having my children here saved my life as well, because if I had to do this alone, I don't know mentally where I would have been at. So I affectionately call them freaking frat. They were here. Um, they were taking care of me. They kept my spirits up. And I know, I truly believe that was one of the things that saved me from going into a dark place. Okay. Wow. Um, I, I was, I was instant messaging. I was DMing you like, are you good? Are you good? You I'm, were. 
I will say a lot of people, you know, because, you know, I, I just think you're a, a, a gift and you're such a, you know, you're a special young lady. And, and um, Vegas is greater because of Ali Star. Um, I have a lot Thank of questions, you. but we are, as we go through this interview, um, I have a little thing. So I'm going to ask you a question. You can choose to answer the question or I will give you a word and you have to sing a song with the word in the title or the song, okay? okay. Don't be nervous. This won't hurt a bit. Easy. Allie, who is the last person you creeped up on on the internet, on social media? No one. Okay. I don't you, do you don't the do creeping. The People be creeping up on me. She's not, she's not the creep. She's, she's the creepy. She's not the creeper. Okay. So fellas, stop creeping up on her. Cause I, I feel like Please. some of y'all are watching incognito right now. Cause you've been, leave her alone. She don't want you. When is the last time you apologized? Uh, yesterday. Hmm. What was the apology for? <laughs> I put my foot in my mouth too soon about uh, a situation and I was wrong about it. So I had to apologize. Okay. Speaking of situations, um, y'all go out and get her latest single, Situationship. What is a situationship? A situationship can take on the form of many different things. It doesn't always have to be uh, relationship-based, but in most cases, it generally is. Um, my situationship was basically I cheated on my husband. And and now now most people will say, well, that's not a situationship. You just cheated on your husband. But the situationship comes in where um, if you listen to the words of the song, it says, as he watches as I cheat. I did not mean in the physical sense, like he was watching me physically cheat on him. Um, metaphorically, he knew what was going on. So that is what mm. the situation was. First of all, I commend your honesty. You are you you are very honest. Um, it takes a really strong person to admit, you know, openly that you cheated on your, I, I assume, former husband, or is he still your? Husband now? Former husband. Former. Um, what let you what made you cheat? Um how did that come about? Um, you know, I was in a situation where my former husband did not appreciate me. And when someone else comes along and appreciates someone who feels empty, it's easy to transition out of something to something else. I know this, this conversation was going to go this way, but we can just talk about this a little bit. Um, I was talking with a friend and we were talking about cheating and the difference between a man cheating and, and a woman cheating. Um, what is it fair to say 
or would you out of emotion and men cheat out of out of physicality just you know because they want to go sleep with someone or or, or do you think it's you know uh different for everyone how 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 would you say it there's a lot of truth to everything that you said um a lot of people would agree with the fact that a lot of men cheat just for the physicality of things and that women cheat emotionally first before it gets uh, physical because we're, we're talkers and we're, we're nurturers. So we're going to nurture that situation before we give it some physicality. And yeah. that's the dangerous part. When you let a person get into your mind, it's easy for them to get to your body. Mm -hmm. I, I love this whole conversation. First, let me say that I know there are people who are listening right now who are, who are going through health challenges and you're really inspiring them, but also people in situationships. There are people in situationships right now. And, and I think your open honesty is really, you know, helping them. So those of you in situationships, go download Ali Star's situationship and, and let it bless you. Um, now look, I'm not promoting question. cheating now. <laughs> <laughs> You should, you should don't appreciate it. You should leave. To leave your situation. Don't don't act and then then leave first, okay, folks. Leave um, first, yes. Don't do what I did. Don't 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 do what she did or other people do because I know you're out there and I know you're doing it. But that that's another conversation. Um. Name someone you pretended to like, but actually couldn't stand. Hmm. Now you can choose to sing, sing a song if you don't want to answer. Well, the honest answer would be, I don't pretend not to like nobody. Um, if I don't like you, you know it. Yeah, I felt that coming. Yeah, no, no, you're, you're a straight shooter. Yeah, you're, going, you're not... Straight. There, there's no mixing emotions. Yeah, yeah. Straight shooter, no chaser. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, you've worked with. Say that again. Who's the worst artist you've ever worked with? <clears throat> I would say Christopher Williams. Um, old old school R and B singer back in the nineties area. He we was know Chris. Yes, worst. Yes. Yeah, Why? I would have to say. Woo. I love um, you. I'm professional. Listen, I'm really? Um, can I interview you over and over again because you are not backing down from any of these questions? I think you're my first guest that's answering all the questions. I tell so you the was, truth. Um, yeah, yes, you do, Ali Star. Um. So working with Christopher Williams, he was on profession. <clears throat> yeah, he what was, made um, it difficult to work with? Well, I actually didn't have to work with him per se. I opened up for him, but he did use my band. And when using my band, you're using the folks that I hired. And so the unprofessionalism came in. He was over an hour late for his own show. Um, he came to his show intoxicated spilled the drink on the lady because he was intoxicated. Mm. It was, he was just a mess. And I don't know if, you know, his business is public knowledge as of who he has become. And that affected his performance. 
Uh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. Woo, that was heavy. Um, next question. I don't know if you remember the artist Meatloaf song. And in that song, he said, I do anything for love, but I won't do that. What is your that? Oh, yeah. I will not take being disrespected. Mm -hmm. And disrespect mm -hmm. comes in a lot of different forms. But the moment you feel like it's okay to disrespect me. It's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I hear you. Um, just to, to change it up a little bit, shout out to uh, Jeremy, uh, uh, Mr. Grand Jeremy. I saw you What's do an interview, and you were talking about ghost ghostwriting. <laughs> um, you mm -hmm. are a ghostwriter. Um, for those who don't know what ghostwriting is, what is a ghostwriter? Um, ghostwriters, they write music, they sell music to um, whoever wants to buy it. Most of the time, uh, your name is never put on it. You just receive payment and you take a chance because some of those songs hit number one, platinum, and you'd be like, damn, that could have been me. No, it, was, you know, it wasn't for you. It was for that artist. Just be thankful that you had that opportunity because when your name gets out there, that such and such you know, Ghost wrote that song because the artist knows and all artists talk to each other, but mm -hmm. it's not common knowledge for the public. So when your name starts to circulate within that industry, you get more opportunities and you start writing for a lot of major artists. Okay. Um, are there, are you, can you say what songs you've worked on that, that we may know or, or are you contractually obligated? You can't, no, everything is a contract. Once I sign my name, once I get that payment, it is no longer my song. That's crazy. Um, and you explained it already, but um, well, let me ask you: How do you be? How do you even become a ghostwriter? <clears throat> um, it's really about you know this business is all about who you know, surrounding yourself with the right people at the right time, and um, I work with a lot of old school um, artists growing up because I've always been the youngest um, in this business. So um, the very first time that I got to ghostwrite something was with um, this guy named Donald Tavier. He um, was from Lakeside. He's passed away now. But um, he took me in the studio in LA and it was a lot of major old school artists in there. And I was able to write from them and um, the song was placed, but that got my name in the door because of him. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I love it. All right, last question from the game. Um, what's the last lie you told? That I was going to buy my kids a, 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 a motorized car this weekend. You lied to your kids? <laughs> it just became a lie because I know I don't have the time to do that this weekend. But it's gonna happen. It's just not when I said it was. You know what? What I love about you is that what you see is what you get as an artist, and you don't get to see that um, um, in in a lot of artists. Um, what allows you to be true to yourself and straightforward? Where did that come from? Well, that's always been in me as a child. I am a true Sagittarius. Um, 
I'm a fire behind. We we have a bad rap, but we are very, very, very loving. I will literally give you the shirt off my back if necessary. Um, but one thing about me is I've learned that I've gone through a lot of very scary life experiences where I could have been taken out of here. And going through those type of things only teaches me more and more to just be myself because people love an authentic person. Yeah. You can tell when people are putting on a facade. That's not me. I struggle, I go through things just like everybody else, but I show up for the job. I leave it all on the stage when I'm done. And then I go home and I deal with regular life like everybody else. I am a mother first to my beautiful twins, and then I'm an entertainer recording artist. So I'm just like everybody else. So there is no need for me to put on a facade like I'm Hollywood or nothing like that. I put my pants on one leg at a time like everybody else. You have literally traveled around the world from from uh, China to Canada. Um, you've worked with uh, some of the great artists like Ollie Woodson. Um, mm. you, your your bio just rest in peace, Ollie Woodson, ama- amazing rest artist. Um, in Vegas, great singer, right? Um, yeah. Do you feel underappreciated in Las Vegas versus around the world? Um, My platform is definitely international and not so much local anymore. I love Vegas. Vegas is home. Um, I was groomed in this business. Like I said, I have 18 years doing live entertainment. I'm just now really tapping into the recording artist side for myself. Writing for other people is one thing, but writing and releasing music for myself is a whole nother beast for me. And it's harder work because now I have to market myself a little bit differently. So when I think about whether or not I feel underappreciated in Vegas, I take it for what it is. Folks know who I am. My name is known out here. Um, I've been doing it so long. People know who I am and either you love me or you don't. And there are certainly a whole lot of people who do love me. To the little chocolate girl watching you right now who wants to follow in your footsteps. That chocolate girl could be my daughter. So here's what I say to her. Never let anybody tell you that you cannot do something. Manifest everything that you want because manifestation is real. Look in that mirror and own that skin that you're in because there is nothing like being a brown skinned girl. It's Mm. literally magic. And unfortunately, we live in a society where it's torn down. But I see the flip side of that. Because I'm international, because I travel all around the world, I'm actually appreciated more internationally versus in my own country. It's so crazy. Um, A quick story. I lived in Japan for two years and my children um, grew up in Japan the first year of their life. And when I tell you those little black babies were celebrities over there just because of the color of their skin, Mm -hmm. it's just magical. And it made people want to gravitate to them and just be around in their aura because this is something about that black girl magic, that black boy joy. It's nothing Mm. like it. It's the reason why 
there are tanning salons, there are people sitting out in the sun for hours on at a time to, to get this because it's magic. So to that little black girl, embrace your magic and know it's going to carry you places that you can only dream of. So if your kid, do your kids sing, you know, would if my daughter can sing, um, she's shy. Okay. Um, we're not at that point where, um, I'm encouraging it or discouraging it. It's just on her as to whether or not she wants to go that route. But she's a little brainiac. She loves science. So um, she's into that. And I embrace all of her ideas. And she's constantly building stuff around here and making foam and all types of stuff. So that's where she's at with it right now. But music is definitely um, in them because not only am I in the music business, but their father is in the music business as well. all around um i wanted to ask you just to go back when you said about being the chocolate girl um has your skin color um affected your career in the entertainment industry or or have you felt have you felt treated differently because you are a darker skinned woman yeah um i did an audition for uh, a movie role and this memory actually came up I posted this on my Facebook I think it might have been maybe four years ago and I was chosen for the part it was to play a black woman and they took some headshots and after looking at the headshots they told me that I look too ethnic now I got hired to play a black woman I don't know if they were looking for a light-skinned black woman, but the end result was they told me I looked too they told me I looked everything but black. Get this. They told me I looked Dominican. They told me I looked Ethiopian. They told me I looked Arabic. Everything but just the regular black girl, because being a regular black girl wasn't good enough if that's what they were hiring me for. That's the only time I've ever had wow. any type of uh skin issues like an amazing career you know um you hear the um stories from other artists or other people I've, I've interviewed that they're successful but they you know definitely had those negative experiences uh, um or or auditioned a lot um and it sounds like just listening to your story um, you've had an amazing career. Um, you have an amazing career. What do you see for Ali Star next? Um, you know, just I'm still recording. Um, Situationship is part of a compilation album from my label expansion. And that album hit number one on the top 30 UK soul charts last week. And now we're sitting at number four, which is still a great accomplishment to be four out of 30. Um, so all I see is just more charts, more hits, more sexy videos, me being myself. I never set out to be a recording artist. Like, as you can see, this came later along in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not trying to be famous. I'm out here slanging these vocals to take care of these kids. So more videos, more records, more shows is what's happening. Okay, and you're not trying to be famous, even though though you are famous, you're not chasing the fame. You're you're just. I doing... am not famous. I I am me. 
when I think of famous, I think of Janet Jackson, Jay, I am nowhere near there. Now, will I say that I am at a point where people are clout chasing behind my name locally? Yes. Am I at a point where people are um, using my name to get gigs or associating themselves with me because of what they hear that I'm doing? Yes. But I don't consider myself famous. I just consider myself a girl that is ahead of some people in this game um, Mm -hmm. that's getting the recognition that she deserves because I put in this time. I put in more time than most of the average people that you can name locally here that are in the game with me. 18 years. Mm -hmm. Not too many people can say that. I've done all types of stuff on the strip. I've headlined on the strip. I've had my own shows here and internationally. I have my own shows now. I have two residencies working on the third one. We'll be announcing that one soon. But I'm not famous. I'm just me. I love it. So we can, So where can people follow you? If people want to hear you live, where, where can Thorn on, well, you, you tell the people. So I'm at Cork and Thorn on Saturdays. That's uh, downtown off of uh, 70 West Imperial. And on Sundays, I'm at Classic Jewel Bar, which is a Black-owned bar. I have to say that because we are in Black History Month, but I say that just in general. Um, support your local Black yeah, yeah, businesses. Yeah. Shout out to Jerome. Um, I'm there on Sundays um, from six to eight, and then Saturdays at Cork and Thorn from nine to eleven. And okay. social media wise, you can find me on Instagram under Allie Star One. That's A L L I S T A R R One, and Facebook Allie Star. So um, as we're as we're closing out, I want to ask you um, through 2020 and to 2021, what song? all the traveling and all the work. What is your go-to song? What is that song that has motivated you or or really kept you? Um, Honestly, the one song that gets me going and just refuels me is The Battle Is Not Yours by Yolanda Adams. Um, I listen to that song daily, if not a couple times a day, when I just feel my spirit just losing a little bit of power and I, I just keep encouraging myself that the battle is not mine. I can't fight the world. I can't fight what everybody is saying. I have to stay focused and keep doing what I'm doing because obviously it's working. I tell people all the time, I drink my water and I mind my business. And that's all I've been doing. Um, even in the pandemic, I managed to get a record deal, put out two videos, two singles, chart not only once in 2020 but at the top of 2021 so whatever i'm doing my formula is all that i'm concerned with okay listen you know you know what i'm gonna ask next if you feel it coming can you give us a little snippet Ooh, yeah. a little snippet of the you want, yeah. <laughs> a little snippet of what of the bat of the battle is not your the, the look now look the battle see I can't song. do that one because <laughs> that's gonna make me emotional <laughs> and I, I can't believe it's not I got a whole nother interview after you we we gotta keep the make can't have no streaks across okay. the face now <laughs> I got 10 minutes to go ahead and change my wig maybe for this next interview show 
<laughs> okay, we don't we don't want you to cry before the interview, but um, Allie, I just want to say honestly, <laughs> she's like, no, I'm not. We're not going to church it tonight. Don't don't take me there. You know, I try to take my guests there. I always pull for the tears somehow. But um, I want I want to say, Allie, thank you, thank you for being a guest on my show. Thank you um. Uh, for being a part of the DW experience. We are on episode nine. Let me just say, I, I, am, I am proud of this show because I, I am a new show. And, and the fact that I have people like yourself to come on the show and and, and take a chance on little old me, I am really greatly appreciative. And I wish you 18 more years of, of, of success and, and congratulations. Shout out to Expansion Records, shout out to Cork and Thorn, shout out to Classic Jewel and Jerome Black on Bar. And um, I support you, my sister. I, I support you and I love you. And I just want to say thank you for being on the DW experience. Thank you for having me and thank you for pro uh, providing a platform for us artists to be able to share our experience and our frustrations and our love and everything from above. Um, it's an honor to be able to do as many local shows as I possibly can, because like I said, I have a lot of love for Vegas and I always want to extend my gratitude to Vegas first. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, anytime you have new stuff, um, new announcements, new projects, you are part of the family now and you are more than welcome anytime on the DW experience. I'll be back. I'm, I'm about to drop a new single um, in the next 30 days. We're getting ready to shoot the video for it. So I'll definitely be back with some more music for you. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Good night. Good night. Bye. All right, everybody, that was amazing. And um, listen, uh, click, like, share if you love your boy. Um, share it with somebody. Share with the up and coming artist. Um, that was an amazing interview, and she's she's an amazing person. All right, y'all. Um, let me take a look at at the comments. See what's going on. Yes, upgrade for twenty one. Um, and, and she is a beast. Y'all go out there. Go to YouTube, uh, check out Ali Star, check out her latest video. Situationship is absolutely amazing. Um, there's more to come. We are nine episodes in. I have some great artists, um, some great stuff coming up. So I just want to thank you. Um, oh, I didn't get to say my thank you. Shout out to Pastor Jay. Pastor Jay, thank you for this platform. Thank you for believing in me. Um, shout out to Anointed Radio Network and... Um, Y'all, I'll see you next Monday at 7 p.m. I'm out. Peace. your business look no further hit me up at the dw experience 702 at gmail.com or just dm me we're waiting on you